Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Elkshade Podcast with me, Dan the Fitness Man, your host, Welcome to season five. Here we go. This podcast is brought to you by discipline, delayed gratification, and being accountable to yourself. This podcast is about finding the high road, working hard every day, creating the best possible version of yourself. Our values are faith, family, fitness, finances, elk hunting, and career. Our guiding principles are authenticity, transparency, and out hustling the competition. Our podcast is brought to you by Buck Knives, Onyx Hunt, Vortex Optics, Wilderness Athlete, Black Rifle Coffee Company, Crispy USA, Matthews Archery, Kufaru International, and BlackOvis.com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
friends, welcome to the Oak Shape Podcast with me, Dan the Fitness Man. What's up today? I am going to be talking to all ladies. We have this cool thing coming down the line that we just kind of brainstormed. And this is the first place we're going to announce this. And it's kind of cool, especially if you're a lady. So guys listening, if your significant other has the potential or capacity to be an elk huntress, check this episode out. And ladies, I know there's not very many that listen to this podcast, but hey, if your man is like me, fairly committed to elk hunting and you want to learn more, this could be a good opportunity for you. Without further ado, the ladies podcast, women's only elk shape camp 2023. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome to the elk shape podcast. Uh, pretty stoked to have several ladies coming on the podcast today, but the best lady biased is the one I'm talking to right now. Hello, Mrs. Elk shape. Hey there. What's your real name for those that probably have only heard me refer to you as Mrs. Elkshape? My name is Alicia. Okay, so we had this idea to do the women's only side of things for Elkshape Camp. Actually, it wasn't even my idea. We'll get to that. But uh, I like the idea so much that I'm willing to give it a shot. I uh, didn't know that a lot of women were interested in elk hunting. I know one standing across from me that could care less about elk hunting, and that's you. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, you know, you you picked me, so. So Alicia has elk hunted before, just so you guys know. She's done some archery elk hunting. Uh, don't do what I did, which was I took you elk hunting. Oh, man, we were were we dating? We, we were married. I think so, yeah. All right, so I took her out to the elk woods in North Idaho with my dad. It was like opening day, terrible weather, it was raining, and we, I literally couldn't get an elk to bugle. Like, like you never saw an elk, you never heard an elk, and it was probably like the boringest day of your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't, you know, all that it had been hyped up to be. Uh, I remember just thinking, what are we doing out here? I, I'm just wandering around aimlessly because I've done a lot of hiking and whatnot, but uh, following these two guys around just... If I stepped on a twig, you know, they'd look at me and I I didn't know um, what exactly we were doing. So that was kind of frustrating. Uh, but then Dan, you know, let me know that wasn't really good elk hunting that day. So so I wasn't really good at elk hunting at that point in my <laughs> life. Just want to like, not that I'm good now. I'm just saying like compared to now, I didn't really have a good spot. Um, I'd only killed like two or three bulls at that point in my life. And um which is crazy to think about because that's not even that long ago. Like you've improved so much in just a short period of time. Obsessed. Relatively. Obsessed. Yeah. Is, I've been obsessed with elk hunting since its inception, but my, no, my learning curve was terrible. And you kind of caught the cusp of it where I was like rounding the corner, starting to put together consistent success. But up to that point, if this was 2007, which I think that's what it was, um, or 2008, actually, 2000 fall, 2008, I had literally only killed maybe three bulls with a bow and a bull with a rifle, and there was a bunch of tags that had not been punched on, like, tag soup. Um, wow. And uh, and it wasn't for a lack of trying or having time or going. It was just that there's a, I just was missing a few key, key – that's not what we're here to talk about today, but the bottom line is, yes, thank God for that learning curve. It's what sparked Elk Shape Camp. I'm like – screw learning curves. Let's help people. Absolutely. Get to figure this out a little bit faster so they don't quit, 
once they get their teeth kicked in and um, teach them how to leverage elk hunting for all the cool, good stuff in your life. So yes, the women's camp, it's going to be in um, Julian Ranch, just outside of San Diego, California at 5,000 feet, which is kind of cool in California. There's not a lot of 5,000 feet options. Chris Cook, which we'll have her on here in a second with Dana Monroe of Black Rifle. She used to work at Kufaru. And then um, Jessica Byers, I always call her follow her arrow because that's her Instagram handle uh, of Hunting Full. They're going to help me and you're going to be there. So I'm just going to talk to you and what you're going to do at the women's camp. Now, it's just a one day women's only deal. And then the ladies have to go to the rest of the camp with all the guys. So it'll be a mixed bag afterwards. But ladies, we're going to give you one full day. No dudes, no testosterone, uh, just all women and kind of like break the ice and kind of make like a, like a real cool special vibe for one day before we start the full camp. So ladies get four days instead of three. Same price as the regular camp. They just get an extra day because they're ladies and they, they're better than us. <laughs> I'm, <clears throat> I'm really looking forward to that. I think that it's going to help really uh, – build some camaraderie right out the gates. Um, that way when the bros do come in the house, we've got a little niche group of women. Um, and we've already with my part, um, worked hard together and kind of sweat together and, uh, built up some of that team stuff so that, you know, they're really feeling confident going into the next few days of camp. So that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. On the fitness side of things, like I know folks get intimidated when they come and train with us. At first, they think, you know, oh, these guys are going to have me doing like some crazy CrossFit stuff. But like, believe it or not, back it up. Your background is exercise science. That's your undergraduate degree. You're a collegiate thrower in track. uh, And you, to this day, still work with athletes online and offline. Um, We can take you wherever you're at and get you going. Now, when it comes to ladies, it's more or less like, well, tell me if you agree with this or not, but like, I feel like it's like make time for yourself. Women especially seem to be so selfless, uh, in the standard settings at home where they, they just don't put themselves first. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a different, um, kind of excuse. I hate to say it, but you know, I'm just going to say it. Everybody has their own excuses. Um, and whether that is, Oh, my kids, my husband, this or that, you know, but yeah, I say generally women would, you know, use a domestic sort of excuse more than men. Um, but you know, and I'm not saying that's not an, a legitimate excuse. It's just, um, that's something that we need to be aware of and how can we address that? Yes. You need to take time for yourself. That is incredibly important. And honestly, it's probably not going to be something that you look forward to every day when you're working out, but the bottom line is you're going to feel better for the rest of your day if you do take that time to get some exercise in. Yeah, so I'm going to have a, a little gym there at the Julian Ranch set aside for you guys. Now, throughout the camp, we're going to go to like a local gym down the road. But for the ladies only day, you guys get a pretty sweet little gym. I want you to basically tell them what what are you guys going to be doing? You're going to make a move, make them teach them a warm up, teach them some midline, some core, some stability, a little strength, show them. I mean, if they, if they have an hour with you, what do you guys do in your hour of power? 
I think we are going to talk about, depending on the size of the group, I'd like to break it down and see kind of where everybody's at, what their background is with their fitness, get right into it, um, go through a very thorough warm-up so that the ladies can take home pieces from that uh, back home and integrate that into uh, part of their warm-up. And then we'll show them the basic kind of movements when it comes to um, strength training. So a foundational piece is the squat. So we're definitely gonna go over that, make sure that they know what range of motion they may be missing in order to hit those positions um, for a very stable, healthy squat, meaning a strong midline, things like that. So I'm getting into the weeds a little bit, but yes, we're definitely gonna start with a warm-up. We'll go into uh, some mobility slash strength pieces and uh, then probably do a quick little workout. And I don't want to neglect the nutrition component of this. Um, I love talking about nutrition with folks. I think it's so vital that they understand it doesn't have to be complicated. I tell that to people all the time because I get these emails people asking me like, okay, I need the strict meal plan. My wife and I are both on board and we want to do this together. Like guys, we, we got to, you know, break it down, find out where people are at and just keep it simple. And I've got a really good formula. So I'm excited to share that with the ladies. Yeah. The whole nutrition thing is so not, well, it is complex. If you want to make it, I don't, I want to eat really clean. I want to eat a variety and, uh, we kind of help show people like, look, keep it simple, stupid, eat real food. Here's the quantity sizes that generally we do. Here's kind of like how we prioritize, like using a plate method. We'll explain that in person. And it's just like real food gives you real results and real energy is sustainable. And when the whole family's on board, the trajectory is amazing. That's going to be important. I think that, um, getting you guys time in the gym, obviously shooting their bows, um, women's bows, don't have to be super fancy. And a lot of women can just shoot a regular bow. It doesn't have to be a dedicated women's bow. You shoot, you shoot the Matthews bow. It's a Prima and you have it set at like, I think 55 pounds or whatever. No, and it's at like 80, whatever. <laughs> Seriously. 55 is plenty. Uh, I think for when you're looking at a women's bow, like a lot of them, regardless of what bow they have in their hand, they just need to pick the right weight and slowly add poundage over time. It's just like, I don't know. I, I pull 75 to 80 pounds, man. If I don't shoot my bow for a month and I go to pull my bow back, I'm like, what the heck? You know, it's just these weird little obscure muscles, but I think getting the gals comfortable with their equipment and being accurate and giving them some information so they can put together a good setup for elk. That's great. I don't think you need your husband to go elk hunting. I don't think you need your husband to go elk hunting. I think you literally could do it on your own or with a group of gals, a cohort. I think that's coming. I think women are going to more and more do that, especially when like, hey, I just want to kill any elk and I just want the meat. Like when that's really, truly what they're after, they're going to get some adventure. They're going to have something that they can work towards year round. Uh, I think it's great. I love when you shoot in the backyard with me. And honestly, there's quite a few times this year compared to most years where like you were out there shooting on your own and I'm like, uh, can I, can I join you? This is cool. You know, shooting a bow is cool. It's like meditation for me. What is it for you? I mean, it's just a challenge. It's just kind of like, I think of it more of like a, like golf because I'm not per se going out and, you know, killing elk with it. Um, it's just something that you can always strive to get better at. And so it's, you know, just kind of a relaxing sort of, um, 
well, hopefully relaxing if you're shooting well. <laughs> Otherwise, it could be frustrating, you know, just like golf. But that's kind of the way I see it. Like, go out there, shoot a few arrows, and, and uh, try to improve. Think about those uh, Turner cues that he's got for you and and uh, just, you know, enjoy the the outdoors, whether you're at the 3D archery range or in your backyard, you know, I think it's it's just a, a good way to spend an afternoon or even just a few minutes. Yeah, you've been shooting a bow over for 10 years, so obviously, you know, you've evolved. Uh, you, you had a, I don't know, a Hoyt back in the day, and you shot an index, and then somewhere along the line, you switched to a handheld, and then I started, like, making fun of you, calling you a trigger slapper, and then, like... <laughs> you being the competitive athlete you are, you're like, Oh really? That's not good. I'll fix that. And, uh, how, how was that little transition from an index kind of like consciously hammering the trigger to make the bow go off to kind of more of a controlled shot process and pulling through the shot and surprise release, things like that. Well, it's so much harder, especially when you first transition to know it, to not really knowing when your bow is going to go off because I was so good at punching the trigger. I mean, I was, a good shot that way but I knew that you know unfortunately you were right you know like like a lot of times especially when it comes to archery that I needed I needed to transition to something that was a surprise release so you know now uh it's just it is a lot harder I've had to kind of take a step back I always tell people that when you want to get better at something don't be afraid to take a step back because that's going to happen just like you know if you want to learn how to do butterfly pull-ups, you're going to have to take a step back, work on those pieces that lead up to it. Same thing with, you know, shooting your bow. I can punch a trigger really good, but then when I started going to the surprise release, I had to know that it was going to take some time to get better at that. So it's been fun to work on it. You'll have to bring your bow because uh, at the ranch, this they have a, a little mini tack archery course oh, cool. with really cool shot angles. And, and I think it'll be fun for the girls to get together and just shoot and you know with some of the mentors that we've picked out like they're going to be able to answer some of those questions that maybe you know it's intimidating to walk into an archery shop as a gal even the one here in town mfjj's spoken Valley archery like before not too long ago you'd walk in there and be like dude i am so it's so awkward when i walk in the door here like everyone looks at me um whereas now like obviously you walk in there and you know everyone's name and you can do your thing but not everyone's husband's like running a archery based hunting elk program. So they walk in and I don't know, it's just not historically been the best situation. Yeah. And so that's kind of a good segue into kind of what I wanted to talk about is just the confidence thing. Fitness can incite so much confidence and not just for women, but for anyone. Um, and that's why I feel like, like having a solid workout program plan and something that you're consistently doing is so critical for people. I know for me, it's boosted my confidence so much, not just like physically, but I mean, obviously that has a lot to do with it because I know that I can just kind of do whatever I need to do, whether it's, you know, unload a yard of river rock in my front yard or, you know, go for a 22 mile backpacking trip with my girlfriends. Like I can do that because I, I have the confidence. I know that I've put in the work. That is my goal during this camp is to help instill confidence in these women because we're capable of so much more than what you really know. I mean, I've trained so many people that, you know, always question their, their abilities and then they're surprised when they can do it. I'm like, of course you could do this, you know? So I'm really looking forward to 
um, just inspiring some, some people and helping them to realize that like the more consistent they are with their fitness regimen and with shooting their bows, the more confidence they're going to have going into the bow shop or doing the things that they want to do, like getting out on that elk hunt, getting out in your tree stand for your deer hunt. Um, you know, whatever it may be, uh, I think that fitness can really help boost your confidence overall. I like confidence in women. I like confident women. That's why I like you. And I think it's contagious. And I love that women can just iron sharpen iron. We're all humans. We all are got a quick little abrupt go on this earth. Why not? Why not? Come out. Check out this thing called elk hunting. It could be for you. Worst case scenario, you're going to learn some cool nutrition, fitness, some self-discipline. And maybe gals... That your your husband, your boyfriend, they're so into elk hunting and you just don't get it. This could be a camp to come. Hey, I want to come learn some fitness nutrition. I want to kind of learn more about this elk hunting thing. Uh, doesn't mean I'm necessarily committing it for myself, but I want to get more exposure because I love my partner so much. Or maybe guys, they have a gal who's just diehard elk huntress and uh, they don't get it. Um, I want to meet you by the way, if that really exists, but <laughs> anyways, you guys get the point. Like I just, I like- think that's huge. I really like that point because I saw, I mean, just thinking about you and I, when we first got together, I remember you saying, well, I can't marry a girl until I put her through two hunting seasons, blah, blah, blah. I'm like how bad really is it? Oh, it, yeah, I, I learned quick. It's, it's, you know, it's a lot. <laughs> um, but with the way that I have seen, Basically, what I'm trying to say is that I've seen all of the things that you do, and I've learned more about elk hunting, and that has really, that's really helped me to appreciate what you do and uh, have a lot more respect for it. Because the less that you know, the more ignorant you are, the easier it is to, you know, get frustrated that they're not, you know, they're out spending time doing this X, Y, Z, all in the name of elk hunting. So I think it's really important. I think that's a great point. You should learn more about about elk hunting if you if you don't know about it um, to support your partner. That's yeah, great. I do remember saying something like that. Hey, I got to put you through a couple elk hunting seasons. Like, what a jerk thing to say to somebody. But honestly, I was scared because I had been in a prior relationship where hunting kind of broke us up. Like, she was just like, "There's no way you're gonna hunt this much this next year as you did last year." Because I raised such a it caused such problems. And I was like, yeah, well, you'll see. And, um, <laughs> she wasn't the one, but, um, I think I know what sold you on me. You brought me up to the cabin one, one day and, and, uh, you're like, Hey, I'm going to go put out these trail cameras. This was before I had a dirt bike. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. I'll just stay at the cabin. You came back and I'd been chopping wood and hiked up behind the house and did. And then you came back. You're like, wow, I really like you. Like you're entertained yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need to have some level of independence if you're, Oh, you know, a hunting widow, so to speak. But I do think ladies, if your boyfriend, husband, significant other does dedicate themselves to elk hunting and they're fully committed, just rest assured you're going to get a better product, a better version of them when they come home. And guys, if you aren't a better product when you come home, if you're not a better version, you're doing a disservice to yourself and to your family, and you're you're missing the boat. I get caught up in elk hunting all September, and it's just a grind, grind, grind. But hey, you can't elk hunt 
24 hours a day. There are downtimes, even if it's just suspended because the sun has set and you're done night bugling and you're done getting your pack ready for the next day and you've done all your inreaches. You're at some point, you're going to have time to stop, reflect, look at yourself in the mirror, do an evaluation. How is your life going? Where are you weak? What could you do to improve? If you had one more encounter with your family, what would you tell them? It's just an evaluation of yourself, which is so important. We don't stop or pause enough in this life to just, how am I doing? How can I do better? And if that's your goal, to be the best version of yourself, come to an Elk Shape camp in 2023. Thanks, Mrs. Elk Shape. You bet. Look forward to meeting you guys. Here at Elk Shape, we're very picky on who we decide to partner with. We take our brand very serious. And if we have a partner, we want to brag about them because we believe in them. Numa Outdoors, that's the clothing we wear. Discount code ELKSHAPE20 will take 20% off your first order. Vortex Optics, Vortex Nation, proud partner since 2010. On X Hunt, become an elite member. This is the most reliable app for hunting on the market. Discount code ELKSHAPE takes 20% off your elite membership. Buck Knives out of Post Falls, Idaho. They've been in business since 1902. Matthews Archery, a brand that not only has the same shared values, but continues to push technology and making the best bows on planet Earth. MagView, this is the digiscoping solution that simplifies the entire process. Discount code ELKSHAPE takes 10% off. Wilderness Athlete, this brand makes supplements, does not specialize in marketing. They specialize in making you better and recover and being healthier. Discount code ELKSHAPE22 will take 30% off your first purchase. Spy Point Trail Cameras, Trail Camology. Trail cams are an extremely useful tool to help you scout, figure out game densities, and understand animal behavior and they make very reliable trail cameras that you can count on. Kafaru International, the hoodlum is my all-time favorite backpack for elk hunting. I don't even know how many elk I've packed out with that pack, but I always can count on it. The frame is in a league of its own, and Aaron Snyder is running a phenomenal company that we believe in. Crispy Boots, Crispy USA, Crispy Hunting. These boots are the best bang for your buck. Minimal break-in period. Lots of flex ratings to suit your style and terrain that you hunt in. Check out a Crispy dealer near you. Baku e-bikes out of Ogden, Utah. E-bikes made for hunters, by hunters. Use them where legal. It's efficient, quiet, and exhaust-free way to get in and get out of your tree stand or your hunting location. Black Rifle Coffee Company, coffee is life. And this is a veteran-owned Pro 2A company. Discount code ELKSHAPE takes 15% off. BlackOvis.com is where I do all my shopping and I use my own discount code, which is ELKSHAPE. It takes 10% off. Fast and free shipping, a vast variety, and great customer service. Sheep Feet Orthotics for the Hunter. Put these in your boot and elevate your game. Leak less energy, prevent injury, and hunt more efficiently. Discount code ELKSHAPE takes 10% off. TheElkCollective.com. Digital elk hunting education, video driven. Enter the discount code ELKSHAPE podcast, all one word, to save a few bucks and get to learning. Fatty meat sticks from Smokewood. These are my go-to snacks when hunting protein and fat great energy sources super convenient delicious you can find them at any convenience store near you marsupial out of arizona they make the best bino packs period handcrafted here in the usa and we stand behind them 
Well, ladies, I know I know you guys are all like crazy busy, so I'm gonna go intros and then right into camp and then get Jessica back on the road. So that's what we're doing. Is that cool? In and out. Bam bam. What's up, folks? Dan here at Elk Shape Podcast, joined by some awesome ladies, and I'm I'm not gonna talk them up. I'm gonna let them brag on themselves. But seriously, I got three badass ladies, and um, they're helping me out. We're gonna tell you about that, but first, let them tell you about themselves, Jessica. Follow her arrow. What's up? <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Dan. I am currently pulled over in Flagstaff, Arizona, on the way back from guiding an elk hunter in New Mexico, headed back to Cedar City, Utah, to do a little work so I don't lose my job at hunting full. So good times. I don't know exactly what all you want me to cover, but born and raised in Texas, fell in love with the mountains. Um, took a dream job up in Utah, been there for three years. Uh, I love chasing elk. It's my favorite animal ever. And I'm coming back from an incredible season. So I'm excited for this camp and all the ladies that we'll meet in a few short months. All right. Well, Chris Cook, the hostess with the mostess. What is up? <laughs> hey, Dan and hi, Jess and Dana. Um, my name is Chris Cook. I own and run The Ranch in Julian, California, where Dan is going to be hosting his first California Elk Shape. We could not be more excited. Um, I am a mom of three. I'm married to an active duty Navy dude, been together forever and through too many deployments to even talk about. Um, I am not a super seasoned hunter. I did not grow up doing that. Um, it came to me later later on when I met Mike and he brought that to our family, having meat in our freezer is the most important thing to me and knowing where our food comes from. Um, that's my drive. I'm currently in Georgia going my first whitetail, uh, tree stand hunt with Dana. Super excited for that. And, um, I keep learning and keep growing and I love sharing that with other people and being a part of their process. Last but not least, black rifle coffee, Dana Monroe, what up? <laughs> hey, so like Jet or like uh, Chris said, we are in Georgia currently. I am being a mentor for this. Uh, it's hunter recruitment project, and it brings uh, new hunters out to to kind of experience hunting for the first time in in a more controlled setting, and you know a, a white-tailed doe hunt. And I'm I'm honored to be here. I myself have only been hunting for about five years. And this, all of this stuff that like the women's stuff really hits home for me because when I started hunting, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to turn. I didn't know what resources were out there. And so Chris and I, um, have kind of created some women's programs for women to turn to, to get started on their journey. And I just like to share what I've learned in the past few years with other women getting their start. That's awesome. Well, I'm not sure whose fault this is, but it's certainly not mine. We're going to do a women's only elk shape camp day. Um, and then that after that day, we'll roll those ladies into the normal elk shape camp, which is three days of good stuff. We're doing that in California only. So that'll be March 30th will be the women's only day, a Thursday, a day dedicated to the ladies. And you all are going to help me do this. So I don't know who wants the mic first. But what can they expect in that first day when it's just the ladies? Um, I would say like a whole bunch of badassery and it's going to be such an amazing and empowering day. I think that's a really good word 
to use for that. So um, I know for myself, I don't necessarily want to go hunting with my husband all the time um, based upon what he plans and what he does. And it's really hard to navigate as a woman where you want to be within the hunting world and how you want to make your own journey. And I think that Elk Shape is really going to be able to help women be able to define that and figure that out for themselves and put them in a space in which feels comfortable for them um, and have their own platform. Also meeting other women that are wanting to do it and getting into it and creating your own tribe and community. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. Wow. Yeah, I think um, it can be super intimidating learning from seasoned hunters in general, but especially men. I know I was, I grew up being the only girl in hunting camp for most of my time when I'd go to, to deer camp. And I was, I was comfortable with that. Um, but even still with a hunting background, when I got into bow hunting, you weren't going to catch me walking into an archery shop by myself. Like I was still intimidated, even though I had a background in hunting with, you know, my family. And so I've learned over the years that I, I really, really enjoy learning from other women. I think we, we think differently, we analyze differently, and we were just made that way for a reason. There's nothing wrong with it, but I think it's really cool to learn from each other. And I want that first day to be like a nothing's off limits. There aren't any stupid questions. I think there's a lot of consistency among like concerns that women have, um, common fears and whatnot. And I want to address all of those things in private, just safe space to talk about anything related to hunting and what might be holding you back, whether it's your insecurities or maybe a bad experience that you had, how do you overcome that? Or like, I don't know what I'm doing. Hold my hand. That's what we want to be for you. 100% agreed on, on all of that. And, and again, it's like what you want to make it. It doesn't have to be something that you're looking at necessarily on Instagram or you think it has to be, it's completely customized to whatever um, women want. And that's the cool part. And that particular day is going to make it um, extremely safe going into that and being able to have people to, to mentor and to talk about all of that. Well, that was awesome. I think that um, intimidation is not only for for the women. I know a lot of men that are intimidated to come to a camp and rightfully so. Like hunting's one of those things where it's like you kind of need mentorship or you have to fall back on the school of hard knocks and uh, the whole premise of the camp in the beginning was to shorten the learning curve, regardless of your experience, and help produce consistent success, not only in the mountains, but obviously outside the mountains. I think people show up for the tools in the mountains, but they leave on a different level going, holy crap, I can leverage elk hunting for everything success in my life, from my relationships to my business, to my faith, my family, et cetera. So Dana, my question for you is like, what do you bring to the table for the ladies on this one day? Like, what do you look mo like look forward to the most when it comes to elevating these la these ladies' game? I think just a deeper knowledge of everything, and just like the initial step into hunting. Like, I was terrified when I started hunting. Like, I had no idea where to go, and just that initial step in like, you know, getting information and getting out there in the field, even if you just have to go by yourself or like whatever you do, like go out in your truck, go out on a hike, like any little thing can just improve your hunting season so much. And like, and you're going to learn so much no matter what you do. And I think just, just letting women know the experiences that I've had and like what I've gone through is really relatable to, to a lot of women that are getting started on their journeys later in life. 
I think the other part I'm just going to like jump in that's really cool between me and Dana and Jess is that we all three have very different experiences um, and very similar in the sense that we can relate, but like all of us bring something completely different um, to the table. And so again, making it approachable um, on different levels. Yeah. Jess, how about you? Uh, Well, I always like to think of hunting like for new hunters as approaching it in layers. Because when you think about like, it's very daunting. We're like, I'm going to go out in the mountain and I'm supposed to notch this tag. That's the end game. <laughs> well, let's take it back a few steps. I'd like to like peel those layers back and where it's not so intimidating, you know, maybe to, like what Dana said, like, let's go on a hike. <laughs> then let's maybe stay in our truck overnight and get up early the next day. Let's go glass for a few hours. And like you piece these tools together to eventually get to a place where you can go out there and feel confident from start to finish with your gear, your physical mind, your, your physical ability, your mindset. What am I looking for? What are, you know, what am I looking for when I'm roaming around the mountains? Like I want to walk through all of that with the ladies. And then I I don't like to get too caught up in gear, but at the end of the day, like gear is very, very different for women versus men. Um, It fits us differently. It's, it's kind of been an, a battle over the years, but all these companies are coming on board and creating some really cool stuff. And I do think it's necessary to touch on that, to make it a comfortable, safe, um, enjoyable experience, uh, to a degree, a gear is not going to kill anything, but it will definitely help in, uh, making you be comfortable along the way. And that is very important. So I think we should touch on that at camp or we will not, I think we should, we will, <laughs> whether it's hiking boots or, uh, pack fitting, um, bow specs, you know, like, at the end of the day, you don't need to shoot a 70 pound bow to kill stuff. Like it's very important that women know that it's okay. So all of those things will be addressed and more. I'm sure a lot of things will come up along the way, but I'd love to approach the camp as what does it look like for a very green hunter? How do, how do we take these steps to build that confidence and not feel like I have to go out and be a badass right out the gate and kill something like that's not, the point of hunting so yeah that was yeah. My expectations goal. yeah expectations also because when I got into hunting like I never realized how hard it was like I I went out on my first hunt and I was like oh my gosh like this is really hard it's way harder than I expected like I just wasn't prepared for for all the hardships that I was going to experience and that can sometimes make or break a hunter like there were some things I experienced with, with some friends that were worried that it would, you know, turn me away from hunting and thank heavens it didn't. It was actually, you know, really, really like humbling and really, uh, really cool to experience those things. But, um, just kind of like the reality factor that like hunting is hard and it's going to be hard and you're going to go out and you're going to suffer for a few days, but it's also just about the most rewarding thing you can do. Ooh, like delayed gratification. Now you're talking, Chris, I want you to get braggadocious for a second because I haven't stepped foot on your facility, but I can't wait. I've seen the pictures. Let's like test proof this right now. Tell us all the cool stuff about your ranch and where this is being held. Ooh, fun stuff. All right. I'm so proud of my little ranch because it is a little ranch and we're expanding this year and have so many cool things going on. But where Elk Shape is taking place is the OG ranch. We have a 3D course that I'm very proud of. It's kind of like a mini tack everything that we've set up is is uh hunting shots and hunting scenarios so we change the course all the time based upon 
um, what we're doing there. But we don't focus on, on targets or points or any of that. They're all just like really focusing on your bubble and elevation. We have an awesome gym, though. I think that with Elk Shape, we're going to be moving off to a CrossFit gym that's in Julian. Um, we have a butcher uh, facility slash room that we've set up. We have a whole bow shop that we've set up now. We have a little farm store. We have a bitch in house. We have too many cooking utensils to even like start with. My husband loves to smoke meat and we love meat, period. It's an absolute gem in Southern California. You definitely don't feel like you're in Southern California. Um, our ranch is 5,000 feet up. It's one of the highest points um, in San Diego County. And it's a really interesting point in Southern California because you can get there very easily from Los Angeles County, Orange County, um, Palm Desert. We have a ton of people come from Arizona all the time. We have a big outreach, actually, being centrally located where we are. So it's not just San Diego. Um, it's all of Southern California, Arizona. We have a lot of people coming from Nevada. Um, very easy to get to. And it's a destination town. So Julian itself all was founded during uh, the gold rush. And our little town is historic and it's super cute. And it's a huge tourist destination. We're known specifically for apple pies. So people come from all over the darn place and buy apple pies. Like if you go into town, you're going to start drooling. It just smells like apple pies everywhere. And there's all these people making apple pies on the street um, that you can visibly see. It's really cool craft food, craft beer. It's a really neat weekend to be able to spend up there with your family. Like I said, it's a huge destination. So we have a lot of draw from all of our events and people that want to come up to actually spend the weekend up there. Yeah. So Dana, you've actually been there. So tell us like from your perspective, like what it was like arriving there. Cause I haven't been there yet. I'm excited, but what is it like from your lens? So it's just this little piece of magic in Southern California, which is like, I hate California, but I absolutely adore this ranch. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of off the beaten path a little bit. It's, it's got everything that just fuels my fire. It's got a gym, it's got a little archery course, a little sighting range. And then the house is just incredible. If it's, you know, a ton of people, it's got an epic kitchen. I've stayed there with some really good friends and we've just had, you know, incredible moments. And that's where we really came up with the idea for these women's hunting retreats. And then it's got like a fire pit, you know, they've got, they've got all sorts of really great stuff, but it's truly one of my very favorite places. It's kind of hard to describe until you get there. It brings, it is like a little magic. It brings people together and um, it feels good while you're there. It's it, everybody's egos leave and you just feel like you're a part of something. And it's just good. We have a ton of oak trees. Like I said, we're 5,000 feet up. It's awesome because people can train from um, anywhere in Southern California for their hunts. If they're going anywhere, you know, further up like Montana and just kind of see where, you know, their arrows are flying because we are at sea level down in San Diego. So it's a great little training facility at that 5,000 foot mark. I, I can't, I can't even describe how excited we are to have elk shape there. It's such an honor, Dan. And, um, People are so excited, and I think everybody that's coming, it's just going to be a really epic, special um, weekend up there. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. So follow her arrow. I have a question for you, <laughs> specifically when it comes to like sitting down with a group of women and empowering them, but also <clears throat> you almost kind of like have to tell them the truth or the reality of elk hiking 
which is the word I call it. It's not elk hunting. It's a lot of elk hiking. It's a lot of delayed gratification. You're working really hard, maybe even seven days for one shot shot opportunity, as you know, because you've put some elk on the ground. Are you going to be like, how are you going to tell them the truth? And then how are you going to prepare them for the trajectory, the journey? Mm, you're putting me on the spot, Dan. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I mean, all I can do, I, I can share how I, how I prepare and the reality of it. And it freaking sucks. But like even for the last six months, I've been going on 50 pound weighted hikes multiple times a week at six to 6,000 to 8,500 elevation. And it's not one of those things you can rush. It's not one of those things you can like put off and, or just mentally push through. I'm like a lot of things you can mentally push through. Sure. Um, and there's mental preparation in it too, but I don't think there's anything more miserable than trying to go elk hiking without actually going hiking before. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I put a lot of time into that and I will, you know, it's already going to be mentally challenging. So I try to make the physical part as easy as possible. And yes, people kill elk all the time without being in the best shape of their life, but there are ways to enjoy it better. So I'll probably focus on that a lot. I and mean, there's a difference also in like going hiking with your body weight versus put a freaking pack on, you know, the difference in that weight on your hips, if you've not done it before your hunt is quite miserable, if I'm being honest. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of hiking. It's a lot of stopping and smell the flowers because you're not necessarily just going to be an elk every day and have opportunity after opportunity. And that's a very small part of it. So how do you enjoy every little aspect of it? How do you drink it in? That's, that's one thing I noticed about the client I just guided down in New Mexico. It's her first elk hunt. She's from Florida. She's a flatlander. She had no idea what to expect. But the coolest part, like truly like filled my cup. My heart was exploding with joy the whole every day I was with her. She took it all in. She she would see elk tracks, she'd get freaking stoked. She'd see a rub, she'd freak out. She would smell them. I got her within 75 yards one day just to watch them with over 50 elk right in front of her. Like, you know, the sunsets, the it's everything. And if you can learn to enjoy the little bitty, you know, pieces to the puzzle that make up why hunting is so special you're just gonna have a lot more fun in the woods because it's not, it's not always, a, it's not just hike to the top of the mountain and then get a shot and it's, you know, hunts over. <laughs> you're going to eat tag soup probably more often than not. So, uh, yeah, I think having those real conversations, those hard conversations, I guess it, I'm going to use the V word and say vulnerability. I would love to even discuss some of the mistakes that I've made because I think humans connect by talking about their hardships and their challenges and their screw ups. And I'm an open book. Like there's nothing you can ask me. I'm not going to be real, um, about all the times I've screwed up chasing these magical animals. So, um, yeah, I think just transparency, vulnerability, talking about the real stuff. Um, that's all I can do <laughs> to no, be I real think, with them. I think it's been really cool just to know you for the last few years and watch your, go basically from a gal who's just kind of new to elk hunting to, I would say, fast forward. Now you've had some tremendous consistent success and now you are guiding and mentoring people. Your husband's a guide. 
and that just goes to show like that's proof like if you want to put the work in if you really want to basically embrace this lifestyle you will be eating the food that you harvested if you really want to put the work in and that's what i want to show these ladies is that this is possible for you here are some best practices here are some women that are doing it learn from our mistakes and start your own journey i, I don't think there's much more we could ask than just to create that experience what else do we need to add so these ladies and these guys listening can tell their better halves about this opportunity? I just think that um, the one thing that I want to say is that if you're listening to this or you have any interest in, in starting your journey on hunting, I would highly suggest that you get out of your comfort zone and you do it. Just simply do it. You're, you're going to be fine. You're going to feel awesome. There's no egos during any of this. It is a completely safe and open spot to be able to learn. And there's really no better time. Like what Dan just said about Jess's journey is profound. That's what's up. It's putting in the work and it's starting, right? You've got to start somewhere. And it is complex and it is layering exactly like what Jess said. And you just have to do it and you have to start. And this is such an amazing platform for women to be able to have that space to start. Yeah, that's, that's well said. And, you know, Chris, you're the girl that's with next to you mentoring at this Georgia camp uh, is a world-class archer. And Dane, I'm going to put you on the spot. I, I guarantee you didn't just pick up a bow and teach yourself all the correct habits, but looking back, Tell me about your archery journey because just having archery as like your center or your release or your meditation, which is what it is for me, it's literally my turn the bullshit off button is to go shoot my bow. And Dana's really good at shooting her bow. So Dana, like what, like just that alone, like how did that journey work for you? So I, I've actually really been thinking about this a lot lately. So when I made the move to Denver to work at Kafaru, I didn't really have, I knew two people moving out there. I knew my boss, my two bosses. I didn't know any other person and all I had was archery. And so I literally spent every single day at the archery shop and out, out at no limits because those guys, they were like, they were just my best friends. And that's how I got so good at archery. Like I shot every single day. I, and I focus, I don't just shoot like a big thing that I focus on is making every shot perfect. Like I don't just shoot to shoot. I make sure my hand placement is perfect. I make sure I'm anchoring correctly. I'm making sure that I'm pulling through the shot and that every shot, you know, is, is breaking correctly. Like I don't, I don't want to just practice incorrectly and get those bad habits. And so, you know, if a day I was shooting really bad, I would just put the bow down, go talk to people, just like, you know, calm down for a few minutes and pick it up again. And if it, I was still in a really rough place, I just put it down for the day. But honestly, like that's how I got so good at archery is just, just shooting and, and putting so much focus on doing it perfectly every single time. Mm. I love that. I love archery. I've never mastered it. I don't know if you guys believe me, but I've never mastered it. It's a moving target, but it keeps me coming back. So I love that component. Um, I'm going to bring my wife to this limp, this women's only camp. She's going to definitely cover some of the cooking, nutrition, fitness stuff that we incorporate in our lifestyle. And honestly, we're just trying to spread the gospel of elk hunting can change your life if you allow it to and make it for the better. Ladies, I appreciate you coming on. If you have any closing words, send it out and we'll call it a podcast. 
Yes. Awesome. Like thank awesome. you so much. Thank you, Dan, for having us. Thank you, Dan. Cool. Guys, we'll uh, we'll post a few more details on the show notes. I look forward to getting this. This is our inaugural Women's Only Elk Shape Camp. And uh, we'll put the dates, the deets, all in the show notes. And remember, separation is in the preparation. We'll catch you on the next one. Elk Shape Camps 2023. What goes on at Elk Shape Camp? A lot of stuff. But basically, I can distill it down to this. We're going to sniff out your weaknesses write you up a blueprint to tackle them head on and make sure that you're consistently getting into elk. You're consistently training and eating clean year round. You're disciplined and dialed at home, at your job or employment, and that you're making disciplined decisions that are going to lead to more success in life and in the mountains. Phoenix, Arizona, January 20th through the 22nd at Wilderness Athlete HQ, March 3rd through the 5th in Stonewall, Texas, right next to Numa HQ. Julian Ranch, California, March 31st through April 2nd. This is in SoCal right outside of San Diego. Plus, we are going to do our inaugural women's only elk shape camp on March 30th. Gals, you are invited. It's a women's only event on the 30th, and then you'll jump right into the rest of the camp. We also have couple discounts. Make sure to shoot us an email if you want to know about that. Vortex Edge in Wisconsin, April 14th through the 16th. We came here last year. It's such an amazing facility. It's so easy to put on a camp there. We can't wait to meet more Wisconsin or Midwest folks. And last but not least is a two-day intensive camp for elite Onyx members only in Green Acres, Washington, June 17th through the 18th. Early bird prices go until October 31st. Regular prices kick in November 1st and late registration starts January 1st, 2023. We hope to meet you at an elk shape camp near you-ish. And we have military discounts regardless if you're currently serving or have served in the past. Email us to inquire within. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Ladies, thanks for coming on the podcast. If you are interested to do the women's only, the registration is alive at the time of this podcast dropping. Go to elkshape.com, click on camps. You can scroll down. You'll see there's a women's only camp again. It is a four-day camp. Thursday will be dedicated towards the ladies. Sorry, guys, you're not invited. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday will be the normal camp. Ladies, you'll roll right into that. It'll be a tremendous experience. If you have questions, shoot us an email or reach out. Otherwise, and ladies, it's the same price as the regular camp. We're just going to give you that extra day for being part of our inaugural women's only elk shape camp day. Take care, guys. God bless. We'll catch you on the next one.